Welcome to Stockport County Live. It's been a while. We've had some fun with quizzes recently, but it's back to the main event. This time, a bit of a boxing analogy for you there, Chris. It's the main, it's the main event, but there's only one place to start, really. Um, it's what County have dreamed of for years. It's what County deserve. But uh, last-minute winner in the last round of the Cup, and now they've got the big one. They've got a Premier League team in the Cup. How exciting is that? <clears throat> it's amazing. Um Good evening for a start. But yeah, I, I was writing some programme notes before the game. And uh, I was writing in it, it's kind of a cliche, calling it the magic of the cup. But who knows, you know, if we if we can um, if we can start strong against Yeovil, which we actually didn't. Yeovil took the lead fairly early on. But, um, you know, if we can start strong, go on and press them, get the win, then who knows where we go from here. You know, third round draws, everyone knows anything can happen. Um so it was um, it was quite nice when it did happen, and I think every county household just let out some form of cheer when Robbie Savage drew that ball out and saw that it was West Ham coming to Edgeley Park. Not just any Premier League team, West Ham, you know who we who we have form with. Yeah, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. A team to have that county have got form with in the cup as well is just you know, it's just amazing. You couldn't, you really couldn't write it. Um, but we somebody better than me to talk about it tonight. We've got. Uh, We've got current player, we've got Jamie Start, and you're going to talk to him now. Yep, I'm going to boot you out, make sure I do this right. And I'm going to bring in Jamie Start. Jamie, good evening, mate. How are you? David, not too bad yourself. Mate, I'm very good. I'm very good. I can just I can just try and guess. I'm not as good right now as I was in that dressing room after the Oval game at the weekend, and maybe even more so on the Monday night when the uh, when the draw came through. No, definitely. I mean, after the game, we, you know, the lads were buzzing. Um, you know, we worked hard, no extra time. Got through the game. We deserved to win in the end. And, uh, you know, we all wanted that big tie in the third round. And, you know, thankfully we've got it. I spoke to um, to your defensive partner, Ash Palmer, after the game. I said to him, was it a bit weird playing against Matty Warburton? Uh, after you know, after everything that's uh, after everything that's happened with Matty and the relationship we've got, was that a bit strange coming up against him? Uh, that's the first. Well, actually, come up against him last year when he was at Northampton. Uh, but obviously, he's a good good friend of ours, and uh, yeah, it was it, it, it was different. But uh, you know, it was good. It was a laugh at the same time on the field. We exchanged a few words, a few you know, a few lads exchanged a few words with him, and you know, it was all friendly. And you know, he's a good lad, and you know, hopefully, they do. You do we can get on this season. We're going to bring in in a few moments, um, possibly the biggest legend, certainly one of the biggest legends uh, that I can remember at Stockport County. But um, before we do, before we go into the West Ham uh, conversation, let's have a, a little speak about you. you. Your time with Stockport County started a little differently. You um, you came in on loan, then you came in again on loan, then you went back, then you came in again. Um, how was that roller coaster for you coming in and out? Yeah, it's been stop and start, you know. Um, from the first from the first time I come, but you know, twenty years old to now, it's you know, it's been a whirlwind of emotions. You know, <laughs> we got to the playoffs and I got recalled back to Oldham, and then the second year I was back and forth a couple of times and ended up going up. So, um, you know, I've only had positive memories of being here to be honest. So, um, you know, when the interest was, you know, in the summer. I had a chance to come and train with the lads and, you know, to get a contract. It was, you know, I couldn't be happier. We spoke to a few players over uh, uh, over the lockdown and, and obviously through the season. 
players current, players old, past and present, etc. And a common theme that comes out of these conversations is coming home. Did you get that feeling when you came back to Stockport County? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I left, you know, I was, you know, I went, I left for to go back to my, you know, my current team, and you know, I wanted to progress, you know, because they were in a high league, and but yeah, I always felt like this is, you know, my home, if you'd say, you know, I enjoyed playing my, this is where I've enjoyed playing my football the most. And I've always felt like home every time I've gone out onto the pitch. So um, I've always enjoyed playing in front of the crowd. You know, the crowd are classy, different, different class to any any other crowd that I played in front of. So uh, it was an all-brainer for me to come back, really. One one reason that I think Jamie Stott has gone down so well with the Poor County fans. Yes, great defender. Yes, performs really well, really consistently. Um, and yes, pops up with the, the goals as well on, on occasion. But there are other times where people have seen your personality. And we have to address these, Jamie. Dancing behind the manager on interviews. <laughs> that's um, that's not something we see from our players. But it, it, I think that the fans warmed to that when they saw it. To, uh, to be honest, you know, the, par- the parade one, you know, I think the lads had enjoyed themselves. You know, they'd had a couple of uh, shandies, if you'd say, in the uh, in the town hall. But uh, <laughs> I, like, you know, I actually didn't even mean to walk out. I didn't even know you were doing an interview. So I thought, <laughs> find the showers because of the covid so um i wanted to try and find the showers and then he was doing an interview and I just ended up just doing something so yeah you know it's for it's good time it's good it's good it's good laugh so um let's let's go to that to that uh, fa cup draw I'm, I'm gonna bring in uh mike flynn in just a moment um who has his own stockport county slash west ham um memories and and um appearances before we go down memory lane um, what was it like? What your initial feeling when you heard the draw come out? When you, when you, when you realised that maybe second or two it took to, to register. As soon as it did, this is happening. Yeah. yeah well, at the time we're on Facetime to Kitch. Um, we were watching the draw on Facetime, and you know we'd seen you know the previous one that had come out was uh, I think it was Charlie and Derby. You know, Marine had got Tottenham, and we're just like you know we, we need to get a big one here. But I didn't think uh, West Ham would have been that big of a number because I think it was like, was it like 46 or something like that. Mm. That was. Um, I knew that went like a, a big ball number come out, so I thought it would have been like a lower tier. So when it come out saying West Ham, you know, like, we're, we're happy on the phone anyway, and you know, feel like to put it into the into the group chat. Um, I know they were buzzing as well as me, so um, you know, we look forward to it. Do you um do you relish the test? I mean, ask a silly question, but. They've got one player in particular uh, in Mikel Antonio that looks like he looks frightening this season. He's a really, really good player, bang on form. Um, do you relish that kind of test? Yeah, he's a unit, isn't he? Nah, you've got a, any team that you come up, you know, that's above you in a different league, you know, like we played Rochdale, that was a test. You know, this is going to be a different kind of <coughs> test. And, you know, one that I think not just myself, but everyone in the club's going to look forward to. To come up against and testing ourselves, you know, you can only test yourself as much when you come up against the best. So um, we'll see on the day, but you know, I'm looking forward to you know being pushed. Now, you will have heard, no doubt, if you if you didn't know already, County do have history uh, with West Ham in particular. Um, cold, rainy nights, uh, evening games, and a tremendous own goal um, played a huge part. And I can see him grinning backstage by a certain Mike Flynn who's going to join us in a moment. Have you had a chance to look back at any of those clips and just see what it's about playing that kind of team? 
I've seen that. I've, I've seen it on you know when the, you yourselves have been posting the videos on Twitter and stuff like that, and the uh, you know the atmosphere looked electric that night. And you know, hopefully, I know it's probably not going to be the same this time. With you know, we might not be able to get a full crowd, but hopefully, we can get some fans back into Wesley Park, and you know, we can get it. And all the fans there will be rocking. So um, let's hopefully we can get to something similar to what it was that night. Well, I want to bring him in now. I feel like I've left him back there long enough uh, i'm going to bring in it gives us great honor and obviously it's it it's a guy you know well uh mr mike flynn captain fantastic flinny very good evening to you mate how are you yeah good evening all yeah um just warmed up after coaching so yeah ready to go um you guys know each other uh, maybe not maybe not best mates but you've met each other a few times you've got oldham connections and of course Stockport county i'm right in saying seems to remember you two um meeting up at the the champions parade or the champion celebration that evening I think it was the um, was it the the awards night, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had some pictures taken um, with your um, with your medal. Yeah. So yeah. Was there any was there any centre half information being passed from one way to the other, or uh, or do you go your own? I think football was forgotten that night. I think it was more about see how many beers you can get down your throat. <laughs> 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 I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing you've got to get some practice in there to get up to Flinny level. Um, Flinny, I want to. I want to talk to you uh, just there quickly. And you and Jamie, I'm sure, will have loads to bounce off. Just the fact that it's coincidentally not just Premier League opposition, but the very same team, uh, albeit in a different cup trophy, but uh, a cup competition. But um, it's it's the same team. You you have your own memories from that night. Let's before we start talking about the night. Do you remember the moment? that you found out you were going to be playing West Ham? And to be fair, I mean, you know, the, the West Ham game was on the back of, um, you know, you know, a few victories prior to that, that nobody gave us a chance. I think the Blackburn, Sheffield United, you know, then the West Ham game came up. We went down there. And I think, we, if I remember rightly, we drew 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Uh, it may have been 1-1. One, one. I've edited a load of balls since. But um, I can remember after the game in the players' lounge, me and Dindo were talking and uh, um, Bishop came up to us and said, you had your chance, fellas. You had your chance. It's the big boys will take over. So I said, oh, you know, they're quite cocky. I will see you up early. And wow, what a night that was. Like Jamie said, the uh, the atmosphere was, was unbelievable. You know, we, we had Everton there, Southampton there, you know, Middlesbrough there, West Ham, you know. And, you know, I hope that Jamie, you know, Ash Palmer and the rest of the lads can experience some of the nights that I experienced with the uh, with County. Because um, under them lights, it's something special. I want to put the same question to you that I put to Jamie just a moment ago. When you see the level of opposition, and like you say, you've already, in that situation, you've already had the chance to prepare, if you like, with the other teams you've already played. But when you know you're going to be coming up against the higher level opposition, and I remember you telling me a story, plenty about uh, Duncan Ferguson. When you know you're going to be coming up against some of the best players in the country, maybe even in Europe, do you mentally prepare for that? Do you up your game and, and kind of get ready for it? Um, I just think you, you've got to take it, you know, it's not all cliche every game as it comes. I mean, why worry about Mikhail Antonio? You know, Jamie, Ash, you know, the rest of the defenders, you know, Liam, they're all really good players. You know, let, let's see what we can do on the day. You know, nobody expected us to beat West Ham or any other teams, but we did. You know, there's there's going to be a cup upset. There is every year. And why can't it be county this year? Is that the mentality, Jamie? Is that the one that it's like there could be this cup, uh, cup upset? Uh, I think it could be. Got to be, yeah. You can't go. I think every game you go into, you go into with a, you know, mindset that you, you want to win it. You don't go into it, you know, thinking, oh, let's, 
let's keep the score down as low as we can or anything like that. You know, it's a it's an exciting game. We've got a home tie. Hopefully, there's fans in there that can you know get right behind us and we can we can go for it. And they, you know, we are you know the underdogs in that game. So I don't think there's anything to lose for us. And you know, we have got quality on our side that can you know do damage to any team. So I don't see why not. Has um has Jim Gannon mentioned it at all? Obviously, he was involved that night all those years ago. Did he, does he draw on that experience, or, or does, does he kind of let it go because it was a different game? Yeah, nothing's really been mentioned about the game yet. I think we've got a lot of games coming in the league, you know, thick and fast. We've got, I think, eight games coming up in December, so I don't think there's going to be much time to really think about the game. I think when the game does come round, it's just going to be... Uh, I don't know who we've got. I think it's Aldringham on New Year's Day, and then... Yeah. Uh, that game, I think that the week after that will just be you know preparing for West Ham. So I don't think you know up till then we'll really be thinking about it. I know obviously it's in the back of everyone's mind, but I think because of the game's going to come thick and fast, everyone's going to be focusing on the game by game. Another obviously um, coincidence, if you like, over the course of the two seasons uh, of last time we played West Ham and this time of Flinney, you, you can lay testament to this is the talk of promotion. You know, I mean, cup. Cup conversation aside, you've just said there you've got all these league games to focus on. County are not in a season where we where we would take a, a mid-table finish. You know that all the talk is saying how far up this table can we get? Was that the same when when you were there, Flinny? When okay, yeah, Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, West Ham, etc. Yep, they're big games to prepare for, but there is a, a league campaign that we've got to focus on. The thing is, as well, you know, if you're doing well in the league and you carry your league form over into the cup games, it just snowballs and the confidence just grows and grows and grows. And it's like, you know, you know, Chris, it's like, you know, Blackburn, Sheffield United, West Ham, Southampton, Middlesbrough, you know, nobody gives us a chance and we beat all them. So, you know, why can't Jamie's lot do the same? You know, every game as it comes, if they get beat, so what? You know, they've done well to get to where they got to anyway. You know, you look at Young here down at Marine. You know, they're going to get a pounding, but so what? You know, let them enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. Although, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe he would feel quite confident. I'm not, I'm not sure. He's got um, he's got every reason to, just the same as Kat. There's got to be a cup upset. But uh, I tell you what, it's going to be a meeting of the minds, isn't it? Neil Young and uh, Jose Mourinho? Yeah, I think a lot of it will depend on, um, you know, how they, what team they set out, you know, how they approach it. Obviously, if it, if it is going to be played at Marine, you know, there's some speculation that it won't be COVID safe and it'll get played elsewhere. But hopefully, you know, it'll be a good day out, you know, for all them um, Marine fans to see, you know, the Gareth Bales, you know, the Ndombele's and, you know, Eric Dyer, you know, and, you know, it's just a chance for a lifetime. And, you know, two of the lads that play, Kenji and um, Josh Amami, I coached at Rochdale, you know, and what a fantastic day it'll be for them and especially for Youngie as well. Um. Speaking of managers then, and, and on the County West Ham front, Jamie, Jim Gannon and, and um, David Moyes. <laughs> David Moyes is an interesting manager for me because years ago when he was at Everton and he, he took on the United job, you think, yeah, this is a real up-and-coming manager here who, who you know, Alex Ferguson has laid out as his uh, as his successor and, and who knows where he's going to go. Career hasn't really mapped out the way it would. It's quite a tactical um, it, well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Jim Gannon, known for being tactically very um, precise, he knows every, you know, he knows how he likes absolutely everything. David Moyes, I don't know. I, I guess from a tactical perspective, this is quite a matchup. Yeah, well, you know, we are that the gaffers. You know, he's got a few tactical things up his sleeve. He does for you know, near enough every game. Um, so it'll be an interesting one when it comes to the game. What you know, what we go with and 
what type of tactics we're going to go with. Are we going to, you know, sit sit like we can do and, you know, soak up the pressure and defend or are we going to go for it, which, we, you know, we can do. We've got, I think we've got both sides to our game, which we can do really well. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, which one, you know, is the chosen method. Um, Jamie, I'm going to let you uh, run on in just a moment. Uh, I'm aware that we've kept you a, a few minutes extra this evening. But before I do, I, I just think it'd be nice if we could get Flinny, maybe give some words of advice to to the current county team. I mean, not that they need it. Jamie, uh, you know, you've won promotion already. You've played in big games already. But with it being Premier League opposition at Edgeley Park, with it being West Ham, Flinny, is there any advice that you pass on? I, I can't give any advice. I mean, you know, Jamie's, you know, his experienced player, you know, so the rest of the team. They've got, got to embrace the day, go out there and enjoy it. And hopefully, Mikel Antonio scores um, a wonderful goal at the other end, like Ian Dowie did for us. <laughs> is that is that the greatest own Before I let you go, Jamie, is that the, is that the greatest own goal of all time? Well, yeah. To be fair, I, sco- <laughs> I was going to say, Chris, I, I scored a good one. <laughs> was it as good as Ian Dowie's? Uh, well, it, it was a thing. It was a Swansea away for, uh, for Preston. Uh, their goalkeeper kicked the ball out of his hands and I thought I'd coolly head it back to our goalie from just outside the centre circle. I've got too much on it and it's gone sailing over his head into net without bouncing. So it's like 100 yards without touching the grass. It's a brilliant goal. It's impressive. Jamie, have, yeah, you, ever scored, have you got any own goals that live up to that kind of hype? No, nothing, nowhere near that. I don't think I've scored an own goal, you know, touch wood. <laughs> never say <laughs> never. <laughs> give it, give it time. Just maybe not, may, maybe not this season. Certainly not uh, over the weekend, January the ninth. Jamie, it's been, it's been a pleasure. We wish you all the best, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time out. Cheers, nice one, Jamie. Take care. See you, like, you Young man. man, this is where technicals take over. I'm going to remove Jamie, and I'm going to bring Martin back in. Pliny, that was um, an interesting chat with Jamie, just to get a glimpse of what it was like between the, the county players when they saw they were when they saw they were drawn against West Ham. And I asked you the question, what it was like when you found out you were against West Ham. Let's let's go back a step. Maybe tell us what it was like when you found out you were playing. Who was it first that season? Sheffield United were first? Yeah, I think Sheffield United was the first. Um, obviously, you know, we made up there in a division higher than us. We went there and we were backed by thousands and thousands of fans. I think most people actually thought, we're going to Sheffield. This is our, you know, cup final, I suppose. Um, we went there, got a fantastic victory. Then we were, I think we went to Blackburn away. Um, I think there were 6,000 there, um, county fans. Um, I took a long throw and I think um, it was Tim Sherwood um, had the ball punched against his own head by Tim Flowers and he went flying into the back of the net. So obviously, you know, the momentum starts the game. You know, the people of Stockport start getting a bit giddy and I suppose we did as well. You know, we was having a good um, run, like you said, in the league. Um I think next up was West Ham. When we went down there, you know, we held them to a draw. Cavaco scored, brought them back to Edgeley. Obviously, Dowie did us a favour. But on the night, I think it was a thoroughly deserved. Um, you know, and then it just kind of carried on and on. You know, and to be, you know, Middlesbrough at Middlesbrough, you know, was a fantastic, well, achievement for the football club. You know, we had, I think it was Tony Dinning sent off, you know, and... This is what dreams are made of, and there's no reason why these boys can't make their own um, memories, you know, and try and replicate what we did all them years ago. I tell you what, as a as a fan, 
Yeah. Uh, when I used to travel, those are two tough places to go. To go to the old West Ham ground and to yep. go to Ayrson Park, they are two tough games. So I was at the Riverside when we when we played there. Ah, right. Okay. Is it the still, Riverside? But yeah. like when we um, when we played Southampton, that was down at the old Dell. You know, tough so you know, to go. Well, they are the tough, and they, you know, you got Letizia in the side. You got Ravinelli. You know, Emerson. You know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. think Florian Radicai who played up front for West Ham. Uh, is it Janino, yeah. Um, I think Mark Hughes was in the team at Blackburn. Kevin Gallagher. You know, the, the, these people now are absolute, you know, film stars. You know, people speak about these, you know, all the time. And um, hopefully, you know, like I say, Jamie, Ash and all them can keep Antonio um, quiet and they play probably a weakened side. And you never know. You never know. I mean, I think the way, um, you know, Stockport have been playing this year, it's a bit up and at them. And, um, you know, the West Ham boys won't have come up against, um, you know, a physical threat like, um, you know, Bennett up front, you know, and the set-piece delivery, especially, you know, at County, I know Jim works tirelessly um, on his set-pieces. You know, it's going to be a big ask for them West Ham boys to defend and defend and defend. Set-pieces are always key in in giant <clears throat> in, in playing teams above you. The set-pieces are so key to that, and that's that's that, that's good for County. It is good for County. I mean, Jim Jim is so um, thorough in his preparation and methodical in the way he sets his teams out, the way he trains during the week. And I, I, I'm sure Jim, Dave and, you know, all the coaching staff know that during the game against West Ham, they, they probably will see little ball. And the ball they will see will be from set pieces, um, i.e. throw-ins. I mean, when I was there working with Jim, I think um, Jim said to me one day that, um, he's worked out between 80 and 120 throw-ins are taken in a game. So he said, like, we've got between 80 and 120 sweat pieces to score a goal. Um, corners, you know, the free kick that um, was it, um, Rooney or Jennings put in at the weekend to get the, um, yeah. you know, the, the second goal. You know, th- these things uh, will be a, a massive, massive advantage for um, Stockport because I know, you know, Jim has the boys really, really well drilled. Uh, I was just... Just going to say, I did a film day with Giannino uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I said to him, "Do you remember? Do you remember play, playing Stockport County?" And I saw just this little look on his face where he didn't want to say it, and he was, uh, "Let me think, let me think." And I said, "You know the game. We came to the Riverside, we beat you." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know he remembered it, but funny, you were talking about this, this snowball effect. County are on a good run of form in the league. West Ham, I mean West Ham. To be fair, I don't follow the Premier League as closely as some, but I know West Ham have had a a good season, better than many may, maybe thought they were going to have. Um, if you had, to, if, if I was put on the spot and said which of those wheels will come off first, I would say West Ham's season will falter before counties will, in my opinion. And I don't know; these little things they they play into your hands. Well, yeah, quite possibly. I mean, I, I watched West Ham at weekend against Villa, and obviously um, West Ham got the victory. But for the ninety minutes, um, Villa played them off the park, but they scored crucial goals. Uh, one was, first one was from a set piece so like we alluded to earlier on set pieces will be vital at both ends Sorry, yeah man. I mean yeah I was just I was just going to say it. yeah they, they, there's no way but one thing County will have to be wary of is that as you say Fanny the, the um, you know the key thing with the Premier League side give them a chance the chances are they're going to take it and County haven't started well in a lot of games They've come back and they've they found their energy. They found their shape. They've proved what a good side they are. And as I, as I've said before, that they can solve problems. 
But if they go a couple of goals down, you know, that then that's going to be a real mountain to climb. So I think they have to start well and impose their presence, don't they? 100%, 100%. But I mean, obviously, if they do um, go a goal down, you know, it's a test of um, the boys' character, you know, and the togetherness of the group that Jim's brought together, you know. Um, first and foremost, everybody wants county in the Football League. You know, anything that happens in the FA Cup, the League Cup, you know, all that, the FA Trophy, you know, whatever, all that is, you know, that for me is by the wayside. You know, yeah. the sole aim of this season for Jim and, and I'm sure and the staff and, you know, the chairman is to get this football club back in the Football League where it belongs. Have you um, have you spoken with Ian Dowie at all since since those days? No, no. I, that, to be fair, I, I don't speak to many people um, that you play against. Like I say, I mean, you have a brief conversation after the game, but obviously when you beat somebody like that, they don't, you know, they've lost face, haven't they? They need to get off. You know, so is no, that how you were in the game? Pardon? How did you, is that how you felt after the Swansea game? You just wanted to get off. Yeah, most times when you've uh, you've played badly or you you know you feel as though you let the team down, you do want to get off and you want to get home and then you know reset and get on with you know the next day's training and, and the next game. You know you got to move on. You can't keep dwelling on the past, or else you know there's only one place for you to go. You know, but, what one you know, thing I want. Sorry, Flinny. One thing I want no, to ask you, as a as as both a, a skipper and a manager, is that county in this situation they're in now will be like you know back in your day. Most of the teams they play on a week to week basis, they'll be favourites in that game, yeah. and all of a sudden your mindset switches to the other the other kind of way of, of being, which is the underdog. How do you manage that kind of you know you go from one to the other? Um. I don't know is the, the honest answer. I mean, if I'm speaking from past experience, I said it, you know, every time we, we got a victory, we were looking forward to the next one. If we won, brilliant, move on to the next one. If we get beat, as long as we've justified um, how well we've played and we've given our all for the fans and for ourselves and not let us down, hold our heads high, that's all we can be asked. You know, we we was leagues below the teams that we kept beating. Stockport County, you know, they're a national league team. These are a premiership team in a European place at the moment, you know. So, you know, any bucket would give you whatever odds you wanted. I would imagine on Stockport winning, but like we alluded to before, you know, nobody would have thought Charlie would have beat Peterborough, who are current, you know, top of their league. But it happens. It, it certainly happens every year. There's upsets all the way through. You look at Chesterfield. You know, when they had um, Kevin Davis up front, you know, they got knocked out. Was it semi-final at Old Trafford? Yeah, they went semi-final, didn't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. but Cambridge under um, John Beck with Dion Dublin and John Taylor up front, I think they got knocked out in the semi-finals by Arsenal. So every year there's upsets and just, you know, fingers crossed it'll be Jim and his boys this year. Flinny, there's some there's some real characters in County's dressing room at the moment. And I know that we've had this conversation before, but you, you, you seem to pull out some great stories every time. Who were the characters... From from that season in the dressing room that you remember, um, I mean, you, you the characters you, you look at Toddy. Um, you know, everybody had their own little thing that they added to the team. It's like when when I signed for Preston, uh, John McGrath who signed me said like uh, I was the the cherry on on the cake, um, and then he then he started going on about uh, a football team's a good vegetable soup. He said <laughs> he, he said a good vegetable soup's not just a tater. Not just an onion. He said, "You need this, that, and the other." And he said to me, "He said, I think I've signed the parsnip." 
I'm like, Raph, you just paid 150 grand here for club record signing. You call me a parsnip. You know what I mean? But th that's what we had um, under Jonesy. We had a um, we had a team that we all offered something different. And as a collective, we had an unbelievable team spirit, an unbelievable and we had some good players. Don't get me wrong, we had some very good players. And I say, I mean, it's there, isn't it? It's, it's history now. You know, we, we've done what we've done. We're in history. Can Jim and can Stotty, can Ash, you know, can Liam, can all them, you know, make their own piece of history. Do you ever watch back that 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 clip? And I know you know what I mean when I say that clip. The, the, the throw-in that then came back out, the flinny yeah, headed I mean, goal. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite all right. I mean, everybody knew I had a long throw. I think my debut, um, Danny Begara down at Plymouth, I came on a sub of 15 minutes ago. My first touch of the ball was a long throw. Priestley flicked it on and Kevin scored. You know, and yeah, it's a weapon. A lot of clubs um, use it. And why not? You know, if you've got good target men, you've got people who are prepared to gamble and put the bodies on the line getting in the, um, you know, in the six-yard box, goals will happen. Do you ever watch that clip back of the Dowie goal? Only on Twitter when um, you know Eccles Gaz puts it on and Claire Bridge puts it on and you know all the county faithful put it on, <laughs> which is going to happen quite a lot in the next few weeks. But I'll watch it every yeah. single time. No, I, I watch it all the time. And to be fair, my me, me thumbs you know worn out now liking it. <laughs> but on a serious note, there's eight, there is eight as Jamie said. There's eight games to go to that game. Um, so yeah. the county have got a lot of football. Before that, and you know, they'll have to be, you know, hopefully the squad will still be in a, in a good shape, the shape that Jim wants it to be in. They'll certainly be, um, you know, because they, they'll certainly um, be match fit, but hopefully they can keep their um, keep the, the key players fit as well. Yeah, I, th I think the good thing um, uh, with what Jim's um, assembled this year, you know, he's got a squad of players that you look at the bench. You can bring players off the bench and put them into the team, and it doesn't weaken the team at all. You know, a lot of clubs in the National League will have a starting eleven, and then they'll have three or four that they can count on, and then some weaker ones. But Jim's um, assembled an unbelievable squad, and I'm sure um, with his experience, he's going to utilise the rotation around the games in these eight. But if I think if you used to offer Jim, you know, six wins, two draws, and a defeat against West Ham, I'm sure he'd take that. Yeah. Have you have you um you've obviously done done a bit of homework on county. Have you seen much of them this season? You've named up to a few players there, so you obviously know the squad, but have you seen much of them this season? No, um obviously the job I'm doing now at Rochdale, um it's very hard for me to get over. Um when we're doing the youth team on a Saturday, uh, most games don't finish until after two o'clock and by the time I've got home got changed, I, I just physically can't get down there and I'm out coaching on a Tuesday night and a Thursday night for the fifteens. So, you know, midweek games are a no no. But um, I have put um, a request in for the uh, West Ham game. If the corporate's open, um, I'll be more than happy to come down and um, <laughs> say a few things and watch the football. But uh, I'm sure, you know, all the ex-players will love to come down for that. But, you know, it's a game that I, I would like to see. We would have now, we, we usually finish on a, a point from the wider game of football. Yep, something of that uh, reared, reared its head this weekend. Um, one of Chris's favourite subjects. The uh, the number of substitutions. Um, what do you, do you think they they should have five substitutes? Um, I think the demands on the modern day footballer is great, but it was no greater than when I played. I remember the season we got promotion. I played sixty five out of sixty six games. 
the last week of the season, I played Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, you know, and so did all the other boys. You know, they virtually the same 11 played the four games in a week. Now, people tell me footballers get tired. If you're winning week in, week out, you don't get tired. You know, if you're getting a pounding week in, week out, suddenly the legs do get a bit leggy. But um, yes and no. Um, you know, a lot of teams are stretched. Players are travelling all over the world now, um, not like they used to do as much. Um, but I do think having more substitutes does help the bigger clubs who've got the, the stronger squads, the better squads, and they will probably gain more and more points and the divide will get greater. I tell you what I do agree with. The the, the idea of um, temporary substitutions. You see, you've seen what happened at Arsenal and Wolves at the weekend. Yeah, certainly. Raul Jimenez. I mean, it, I mean, people are saying his career could be over, which is a huge shame because he's such a young lad and so so talented. But David Luiz, one of the most experienced defenders in the Premier League, say say what you like about his record. He's you know he's he's been there and done pretty much everything. He's trying to play on where he can't head the ball properly and he's feeling symptoms of whatever. Yet he's passed the official test. Surely the idea of a you know like Mikel Arteta said you can't you can't have you can't go 10 minutes, 15 minutes without your centre-half. So throw on a sub for 15 minutes and then then if he's fine after 15 minutes, bring him back off. I, I quite like that idea. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of speculation about the concussion, um, you know, substitution, which is fine. But um, would, would teams find a loophole in that to get different players on? You know, if they're chasing the game, say, oh, central half feels a bit wobbly here, I'll stick a striker on. Or would it have well, to they, be a centre-half or a centre-half? They do it in rugby, don't they? And, it, and it's worked pretty well because it's you know that that does keep it safe. I do think with concussion, the one person you can't ask is a player because exactly. the player the player is always going to want to play. The players never want to let the fans down or the manager down, and that's not the the right way to judge it. You know, somebody else needs to judge their long term, and it's really hard to see it in the moment in the heat of a match, isn't it? So exactly. I mean, the matters. I mean. I, I've gone on record. I mean, I know I had more than 120 stitches when I played for Stockport, and the amount of times I was sat in the, you know, in Roger Wilde's treatment room being stitched up, and I got managed coming in like, "Is he ready yet? Is he ready yet? Is he ready yet?" So the demands that are placed on the player are far greater than what people, ex- you know, really expect. And um, yeah, every player doesn't want to show a weakness. They want to show, yeah, I can carry on. But sometimes, like you said before, that's just got to be taken away from them, you know. And at the end of the day, you know. It, it's people's careers and, and lives, really, that are at risk. You know, you, you, know got, you, you shouldn't have been on the pitch. You shouldn't have been on the pitch. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a serious clash of heads. I mean, with there being no fans within the stadium, you could actually hear the, um, you know, the sounding like yeah. a cracking of bone. So surely that, you know, when the manager sees it back on the, um, you know, the computer screen next to the dugout, they can see that, they can hear that. Surely Scott say, come on, mate, you're coming down to rest with me. I was just going to say, did you ever feel like you shouldn't have been on the pitch? Like you say, you, 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 yep. you've had time where you, the manager's asking you to come back on, you've had stitches. Did you ever feel like, I, I, I don't feel up to this, but, you, but you're there anyway? You do. I mean, once, once you're playing, once it's three o'clock and you start that game, once that adrenaline starts flowing through your blood, there's no way I want it to come off again. But, like I said before, that has got to be taken away from you. Someone's got to be bigger and say, no, you are coming off and you're sitting down. You know, and yeah, you're having 10 days off. It's concussion, done. 
Well, hopefully the adrenaline will be flowing through, flowing through Stockport County uh, when it comes to the first weekend in January, first weekend, second weekend for the Cup game. But there's a lot of football between that. It's been great to have you here, Flinny. Thanks yes, a lot. It's been, a, it's been very uh, enjoyable. Thank you. Thank it's you. And Are you doing okay, yeah? You're, you're surviving the lockdown and everything else. You're you getting through it, all right? Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, so... So, yeah, it's, it's been a bit stop-start. Obviously, I'm at Rochdale now. We had the first major lockdown. Then we went back. Then, obviously, another lockdown. Um, a couple, you know, a few of us have been on furlough. So, it's been very, very disjointed. Um, finally got back to work tonight after a month off, two weeks furlough. And then um, a member of staff tested positive. Um, we all got tested. It was negative, but still had to isolate for 14 days. So, spent very, very little time on the grass with the kids in the last month. Um it, it, it's been very, very frustrating, but hopefully now, um, you know, things are clearing up. We've got the, the vaccines coming and um, we can get some football going now. Brilliant. Well, listen, mate, you are always welcome back and I'm sure uh, you'll be welcome with open arms if the opportunity presents itself for West Ham in the, in, in the, in the opening week of January. Yeah, honestly, it's been, it's, been, uh, it's been really enjoyable, fellas, and, you know, you've got my number, so just, just give us a bell if you need a few tales telling. <laughs> Always. Cheers. Cheers, Flynn. Always. Cheers, Thank Chris. you. Thank you.